Most real estate agents hate wholesalers. It's been that way forever, but the National Association of Realtors, or NAR, is trying to ban wholesaling entirely. Find out why and what you should do about it, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Wholesaler Contract Pack with all the contracts you need to flip houses without risk. Claim your free copy at wholesalercontracts.com. If this is your first time here, my name is Jerry Norton and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for over 17 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you wanna learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. There has been a long-standing heated debate between the real estate licensing world and the real estate contract law world regarding the morality and legality of wholesaling real estate. And before accusing me of having a biased opinion, you need to know that I am a licensed real estate broker and even own my own real estate brokerage in Metro Detroit. So I understand both sides. On this video, I'm gonna do my best to explain why real estate agents and the National Association of Realtors wants to ban wholesaling. And then of course, I'll give my biased opinion because, well, it's my channel and I can do what I want. First, let's define real estate agency and then real estate wholesaling so you can see the similarities and differences. Real estate is governed at the state level and to protect homeowners, each state's real estate division requires by law that individuals who get compensated for assisting buyers and sellers in a real estate transaction must be trained, licensed, and regulated. A licensed real estate professional is called a salesperson or more commonly called a real estate agent. Most agents also join the National Association of Realtors or for short NAR, earning them the title of Realtors. NAR claims that their primary objective is to treat all parties honestly. In order to be a member of NAR, agents have to adhere to NAR's strict code of conduct and standards of practice. Realtors promise never to mislead or withhold information from anyone involved in the real estate transaction. As part of licensing law, if someone receives compensation for assisting a buyer or seller in a transaction and is not licensed, that is considered non-commissioned income and is in violation of licensing law and subject to a fine. And in some states, it doesn't even have to be a successful transaction. Even the intent to do so could be in violation. That happened to me years ago in the state of Idaho and I had to pay a $2,500 fine. I did a video all about it. I'll put the link to that video in the description below and you can watch it later. But the fines for violating licensing law can be substantial. In the state of Illinois, the fine is $25,000. So that's real estate agency in a nutshell. Then you have wholesalers and wholesaling, which are actually different. A wholesale transaction is often referring to an assignment of contract. An assignment is when a contract holder exercises his equitable interest in the property, aka legal right to buy the property via an executed contract, and assigns or transfers his position in the contract to another party for a fee. For example, a buyer and seller agree on a price of $160,000 and they execute a legally binding purchase and sale agreement. Then the buyer on the contract assigns his rights to the contract to another person 
for let's say 170,000 and earns a $10,000 assignment fee. Unless a contract states otherwise, an assignment of contract is the buyer's contractual right. That is technically wholesaling, but a wholesaler is someone who specifically and intentionally does assignments as a business practice. In fact, that's exactly what I teach here on my channel and in my various training and coaching programs. And the practice or business of wholesaling has evolved in recent years to the point that today it's a mainstream industry. So by definition, a wholesaler is a marketing arm for investors. They spend time and marketing dollars to source and find discounted and often distressed properties for cash buyer investors who are looking for properties that they can rent or flip for profit. As a business practice, a wholesaler learns what cash buyers are willing to pay for properties, then contracts those properties with sellers at a lower price than the cash buyers willing to pay, then exercises their contractual rights by assigning their contract for a fee. That is wholesaling in a nutshell. Now that I've explained both real estate agency and real estate wholesaling, I hope you can see where there would be animosity towards wholesalers from an agent's perspective. Most agents, and especially NAR, view the wholesaling industry as no different than the agent industry. They argue that structuring the deal using an assignment is just a loophole, and that all said and done, a wholesaler is getting compensated for participating in a transaction between a buyer and seller, just like an agent. They argue that wholesalers are dishonest and that they do not disclose to sellers that they have no intention of actually buying their property. They argue that wholesalers by and large operate without any formal standardized training, without a code of ethics, and without licensing and regulation. Bottom line, it's not fair that wholesalers don't have to be licensed and regulated. Now, setting all of that aside for a minute, what's really going on here? If a seller uses a wholesaler to sell his property, then he didn't use a real estate agent. If wholesaling was made illegal, imagine the increase in business for real estate agents. At least that's the thought process. NAR would love nothing more than to eliminate competition from wholesalers. Think I'm off here? Take a closer look at the new wholesaling laws and regulations recently enacted in several different states and municipalities. NAR is either fully leading the charge or fully supporting them. For example, in the city of Philadelphia, the new regulations were headed up by city councilman Alan Dom, who just so happens to be a big-time real estate broker in the city, and NAR fully backed and supported his proposed bill that was passed. Hmm, if I get rid of competition from wholesalers, might that increase revenue to my brokerage? Yeah, no hidden agenda going on there. But here's where agents and NAR are missing the boat completely, in my opinion. A wholesaler serves a different client than a real estate agent. An agent is the perfect solution for a seller who is willing to go public with his property and willing to wait to get the highest paying buyer in the market. However, not all sellers fit that bucket. Some sellers need an unconventional solution to sell their properties. Some sellers don't want to go public and instead want a private transaction. They don't want showings and unqualified buyers coming in their houses. Some sellers need a really fast closing. Some sellers want a cash buyer who will buy the property as is so they don't have to make any repairs. In other words, some sellers prefer convenience over price and will gladly sell at a discount for peace of mind. Some sellers need a creative solution. 
For example, I recently did a deal where there is no way it would have ever worked on market with a real estate agent. The seller was a hoarder, the property was unsafe for showings, he was elderly and disabled and could no longer walk up the stairs. He needed help to find an apartment to move into, he needed help to pack and move his belongings. I was able to help him with all of that and we closed with cash and gave him occupancy after closing so he had money to move into his new apartment. In that case, he didn't want to go public. He didn't want to have showings. He didn't have money to fix anything and he didn't want to wait. He wanted a cash buyer and a private transaction. None of that would have been possible on market with a real estate agent. And for the convenience, he sold me the house at a steep discount and he was over the moon grateful for all that we did for him. This is the type of seller that wholesalers serve that agents and NAR are not considering. And the argument that wholesalers somehow bamboozle sellers is ridiculous. Every seller on the planet knows how to look at Zillow to see fair market value of their home and can choose to hire a real estate agent if they want more money than a wholesaler offers them. The reality is wholesalers aren't competition to real estate agents. Wholesalers play a vital role in serving distressed, motivated sellers when on market is not the right solution. But here's the thing, it doesn't matter because NAR is coming after the wholesaling industry in a big way and is gaining massive traction quickly. Just in the past year or so, several states have enacted regulation on wholesalers and wholesale transactions and it's not pretty. I've done several videos here on my channel discussing these new regulations in Illinois, Oklahoma, and Philadelphia. If you really wanna see how scary this is, Check out those videos. I'll put the links in the description below for you to watch later. The real concern that worries me is how NAR and the regulatory agencies are viewing the wholesaling industry. It's not coming from a place of let's get standardized. I get that. Let's establish best practices for wholesaling. I'm all for that. That's a good idea, but that's not what's happening. Wholesalers are being demonized as harmful and deceitful, and the sentiment with all of these new laws is that wholesalers are predatory by taking advantage of unsuspecting homeowners and that wholesaling should not just be reformed, but rather should be stopped altogether. And this idea has taken root in America. Even bigger pockets, supposedly an investing education platform, is posting content about how wholesalers are untrustworthy, dishonest, and should be banned. Of course, this content is coming from none other than real estate agents. That's a coincidence, not. If you want to read the most off-base article from Bigger Pockets about how all wholesalers are bad, I'll put the link to a recent article in the description below and you can check it out. Even title companies are choosing not to participate in assignment closings. My personal belief is that NAR and the anti-wholesaling pro-regulatory agencies are not going to stop until assignment transactions are altogether banned. Don't believe me? Wait and see. We live in a world now where business owners are the bad guy or girl. Government doesn't want you to work and make money and produce and create financial prosperity. Government wants to penalize you for that. As far as the government is concerned, it's not fair that a wholesaler can make $10,000 without government getting a big piece of the action. So what does all of this mean for you as a wholesaler? It means you better adapt and do so quickly. Here's how. The solution to the wholesalers are evil mindset is to stop wholesaling. What I mean is don't assign your contract 
and actually perform as the buyer, close for cash on the original contract with the seller. Then no one can accuse you of manipulating a seller, non-disclosure, or receiving an unlicensed commission. You actually performed, bought the property, and fulfilled the contract under full transparency. After you buy the property and take title, then you can do whatever you want with the property, including immediately reselling to a cash buyer for a profit. By doing so, technically you didn't wholesale. You just bought a property and then resold it. That is how I'm trying to do most of my transactions now. Buying and then immediately reselling is commonly referred to as a double closing. And for most industry wholesalers, this is gonna present a huge problem because to buy and resell a property, even if back to back, they will need the funds to buy the property on the first closing. If they don't have access to the cash to buy the house on the first closing, they won't be able to do the deal. This will eliminate most industry wholesalers. Now, I believe it's not if assignments go away, it's when assignments go away. And when that happens, there's going to be a huge demand for funding. The writing is on the wall and that's why I've decided to start a program where I'm using my own cash to fund your deals 100%. That means you use 100% of my money to fund the purchase. The catch is there are limited spots available to get unlimited access to 100% of my cash for your deals. So if you're serious about staying relevant in this business, I suggest you get locked in for life on my 100% funding program. To get all the details, go to usejerryscash.com to register for a free training. Look, we could have a debate about the legitimacy and relevancy of wholesalers in the marketplace until we're blue in the face, but no one is lobbying on behalf of wholesalers. We don't have a voice in the discussion or a seat at the table. I'd like to establish that voice. I'd like to create a standardized best practices for wholesalers. I'd like to go to the regulatory agencies and offer to work with them on creating fair policies rather than let NAR steamroll wholesalers into non-existence. If you think that's a good idea, leave a comment and say, Jerry for president, you are a flipping genius. All joking aside, I'm not delusional about what's happening. Hope for the best and plan for the worst. Make sure you have funding to back you already. Go to usejerryscash.com to learn how to use my money to fund your deals 100%. Finally, if you're a wholesaler, I think there are some benefits to getting your real estate license. I did a video where I break it down. Watch that now, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. With over 700 videos, this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.